Being a new mom is hard. We get it. It's easy to feel alone, but we know that's never how God intended it. So we want to welcome you to The Motherhood. If you need professional parenting advice, clinically proven data, or study-based evidence, please let us know where to find it. Because here at The Motherhood, we focus on sharing experiences, offering encouragement and understanding, but most importantly, friendship. We're here to do motherhood together. Hello and welcome back to The Motherhood. A um, little bit different than usual. This is not our regular intro because we had actually decided to cut the last Mom Controversy episode after sleep training. And we're jumping right back into that same conversation today with discipline. So I am Riley. I'm Bethany. And we are just going to... It's, it's not going to be the prettiest, most seamless <laughs> thing because it wasn't supposed to be two episodes. But we are going to jump right back in and we are changing the topic, picking up from sleep training and going right into discipline. So we hope you enjoy the episode. I think part of that kind of segues really well into our discipline topic too, which to be quite honest with you all, I think will be kind of short on this topic because I mean, I have a two and a half year old, so we are very much entering like that phase of like discipline or you know correcting or whatever but we also have one-year-olds who aren't quite there yet in terms of being able to like parent parent with them right like I mean you can't discipline a one-year-old very much because they don't have that cognitive ability to like reason yeah so you might really be wanting to hear more about this and I think even in I don't know even in a year or a few months we'll we'll probably in the future do another episode like solely on this so we can talk about it more but again we're kind of newer moms who aren't quite into that phase we'll definitely have to get some more moms on here who like have experience in that but I think we did have just like a few kind of points or things that we wanted to talk about when it comes to discipline and I think the same things could be said for our vaccine talk, our sleep yeah. training talk. Again, I think it all, all kind of comes down revisit. to, yeah, but it all, I think kind of comes down to like you and your family and your lifestyle and your children and you yourself and that sort of thing. But, um, anything you want to like go ahead and say about the topic or. Yeah. I think maybe because we do have limited experience in this category, mm-hmm. we could kind of share our history with discipline and yeah. kind of like where our mindset is at right now. Um, I think I've said it before. I think my parents did a phenomenal job with their (laughs) children. I was spanked growing up. So were my siblings. I mean, I like the people we turned out to be. (laughs) Maybe I'm biased. But um, one thing that I always thought I would do is spank. Like just growing up, that's the way I was disciplined. And to be honest, I've always been... um, a good kid, if you yeah, will. I required yeah. very few spankings growing up. And so I just kind of assumed the same would be true for me and my children, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the older, I don't say the older my parents got, the more yeah. kids my parents had, the less they disciplined in that way. Yeah. So it's almost like in the beginning, every every um, consequence yeah. was a spanking. Yeah. And then the more they parented, the less the spanking happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my sister had my nephew and then two my two nieces. Um, she definitely went the more gentle parenting yeah. route with yeah. them. And um, I kind of think I'm going to be my own unique hybrid. Yep. Because, surprise, who would have thought <laughs> But um, unapologetic. <laughs> it's one of those things, though, where 
I know there are people who spank, air quotes, and hurt their children. Like, that is a very real thing. You should not be leaving bruises. You should not be, you know, anywhere but the bum. Like, there are ways that this can absolutely be abusive. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are also ways that I think it could fit the mold, you know? Um, One thing my sister has done is she's tried to do, like, um, consequence... The consequence fits the action. Yeah. For example, um, your child is running to the end of the driveway and going toward the road. Yeah. Hey, no, no, can't do that. Pull them back. They do it again. You cannot do that. That's not safe. There's cars. You know, you explain on their level. And then they do it again. Okay, we're going in because you cannot play safely outside. Mm-hmm. Beautiful example of that. Like, okay, we can't go outside yeah. if you can't respect the boundary. Yeah. And so, my sister gave me that example, and I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense. But I do think there could be a time and a place for spanking, and I also know that as much as gentle parents like to not spank, I think for a lot of them, it does still happen sometimes, Mm -hmm. which has opened my eyes to the overall problem I face with spanking, and that is this grant, like, this is the big thing that I've been able to gather. I feel like spanking is done in the moment, almost mm-hmm. out of anger, because yeah. as a parent, you get frustrated. Yep. Yep. And yep. I think over time, my parents spanked my brother, or like me less than my sister, my brother less yep. than me, yep. because they got better at patience and mm-hmm. regulating emotions. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm not against the spanking so much as does this behavior warrant a spanking, yeah. or am I getting am frustrated I? Mm-hmm. because as the mom you are not obeying me yeah, or doing yeah. what I want you to be doing right now. And sometimes it's detriment, like it's life or death. Like you cannot walk away with a stranger at the park. You yeah, cannot run yeah. to the street. You cannot put a fork in the socket, the, yeah. the outlet. Yeah. But sometimes it's like purely me getting frustrated yep. because you're not doing what I think you should, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? All of that is so good. <laughs> I feel like, and I, yeah, I feel like a lot of this conversation is like kind of like things we want to do in the future or we're thinking about. Again, I know I'm like a little bit more in that with the two and a half right. year old, but yeah, I think growing up we were spanked too, but I don't like, I don't vividly remember it either because I was perfect and never got spankings or because no, <laughs> or because I just it. don't, I don't remember it. I remember a lot of like timeouts and stuff like that, but I know a lot of times for me, just like hearing my dad upset with me was enough, yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm like, but that's the that people I... pleaser in us, yeah, you know, like, true. and I think that just goes to show you that not might every not child's going to fit for, that mold, yeah, but we did the case for everybody. <laughs> hey, did. quick interjection though. I do. That reminded me of a story I wanted to share. There was one time where my dad talked about how, and he could tell that he was very angry. Respect is very big mm-hmm. with my dad. Mm-hmm. And so whatever I had done was like disrespectful. I don't know if I told him no in a sassy way because that really got under his skin. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. <laughs> yeah, whatever it would have been. Um, anyways, we were in the car and we got where we were going. And, you know, if you were spanked as a child, you were going to vividly be able to picture the scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, he got out of his car came around to my side, got me out of the car, did the thing where they grab you, you know, they have you by the hand, yep. and they fire back this hand, and as he came to, you know, spank me, I, like, like... Swerve or something? No, like, you know, like... <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Or... Yeah, like, kind of like, you, like, arch your back, yeah, and, like, yeah, clinch, yeah, and, like, yeah, long story yeah. short, I'm 
arched my back, made a C shape, and he swung and missed. <laughs> and as if that wasn't bad enough, I have the audacity to turn to this man and say, you missed. <laughs> we were at my grandmother's I house. I want to hear your dad tell that story, too. <laughs> we were at my grandmother's house, and thank goodness we were, because he said, get in there to see me, Mom. And he was like, before I change my mind or something. Yeah. And he, I took off. Yeah. But... He literally told me years later, he was like, I knew that if I had hit you in that moment, I would have hurt you. Yeah. And he was like, I think that was like very cool because number one, believe it or not, my mouth has always been my problem, (laughs) Um, which is so funny because I'm so apologetic now. Like I'm so careful with what I say, but like not the case growing (laughs) up. And um, it's like he realized in that moment, I'm angry and I need to let her go. Yeah. Yeah. But I just want to share a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> so now that I have so rudely interrupted no. your story, I think you were saying that you just didn't get many spankings. Yeah, like... yeah. But seriously, I want to ask your dad about that story and I want to hear his perspective. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So I don't really remember that a lot. But what I was saying is, yeah, for me, sometimes it was enough just to see my dad or hear that he was disappointed in me. And I was like, oh, that was like yep. a wrench to the gut. I would too. rather you spank me a million times than, than tell like me I'd let you down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I honestly don't like recall a lot. I know my mom always said that for like each of me and my brothers, like discipline looked different for like As each it should. kid. Yeah. Because, you know, like, I don't remember if it was something like my brother Luke, like, I think for him, it was enough to like go in his room and be in timeout. Cause he, or maybe it was my brother Nate. It doesn't matter. One of my brothers, like they just loved being around people. They were such a people person. So it was enough of a like quote unquote punishment for them to go in their room and be by themselves and yeah. be away from people. Like my other brother was like this crazy wild man and like he might have like needed a spanking because like nothing else worked in a sense. Again, right. it wasn't like I'm spanking you because nothing else is working, but like That's again, what he responded to. Just I but I've always loved that because I'm like you're so right. Like a timeout might not work for one kid because they don't mind being alone or like, you know, I don't know, but that every child is different. So that the, I even hate to say like discipline, but like the correction or whatever can look different. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll just come out and be like totally honest because we are vulnerable and this is what we do in the motherhood, but I have spanked and I will be 1000% honest and say probably 70, percent of the time it is out of frustration and my own lack of control over my own emotions and then quickly after that usually falls follows with me crying because I feel so bad because I did that out of frustration and anger and just a short temper so I'll just be honest and vulnerable and say that that has been the case for me but I I truly am trying to like I don't I'm not against spanking by any means same and But I do, I do want to try, and I never have that as the first case scenario, mm-hmm. but I do want to try to continue to learn what other methods and things I can do. Like, I don't, I don't want to do it. I would like to not do it at all. <laughs> so I'm trying, I'm in the process of learning like what methods can work and stuff, but there, there, are, my mom has always told me like, whenever she spanks or whenever it has happened, it was out of like a clear vision of like willing, willingly going against what you have told them. And you can see they're acknowledging like the right thing, but they're doing the wrong thing. So she was like, and then it's not even like, it's not even for the action. It's for the blatant. Yeah. Neglect to do what they know better. She's like, yeah, 
if you spank, that's the only time you do it is when you know they are like willingly going against whatever it is, that boundary or right. that rule or whatever. And she said, also, anytime you spank, you you explain why you're doing it. You're saying you're getting this spanking because you did this. Like I know sometimes for my son, he knocks his sister over, over and over and over. And after I've done A, B, C, and D, I'm like, okay, Archer, you're getting a spanking now because you have pushed sissy over multiple times and mommy has asked you not to. And then she says, you always follow it up with a hug or, you know, like an apology of like, I'm sorry I had to do this. Follow or, it with love. I lo- yes. Yes. And like, you know, so you never end it with just like spanking and okay, go whatever. Um, so that is one thing where if I have done it or it has resorted to that, I always make sure that's the case. I also saw something online that was like, you don't have one parent being the spanker and one parent being the comforter. Like oh, yeah. if I, if Josh spanks Archer, he doesn't come running to me for yeah. comfort. Well, we you make need to sure... be a front. Like you need yeah. to be united in yeah. that. And, yeah. and also we make sure that, you know, if, you know, in that comfort, it's Josh too. So he doesn't see, you know, the two. He is separate. the discipline. You are the comfort. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You don't want that to be separate, but you know, I, I feel like I do try first to be like, to do the like, no, you can't do this, but you can do this. So like, no, you can't push sissy over, but you can push this pillow over or, you know, whatever. And then the like, okay, well, if you're going to continue to push sissy over, we're going to, you can't play with sissy right now, or you're going to have to go in the other room and play. So then you like remove the whatever because sometimes especially with toddlers they do push those boundaries and you know like and that's the thing that's that's what being a toddler is is learning the boundary and how close you can get to it yeah and just the simple the word no is like enticing to them like ooh. and i have to i have to check myself too and make sure that i've set the boundary first you know I'm like does he even know what the boundary is have I communicated that boundary before like does he even know it yeah does he know he's crossing a boundary because sometimes I'm guilty of not setting the boundary first Mm -hmm. and so you know I try to do those things um before you know spanking if that is the case again I'm I'm trying to learn to not do it at all that would be my preference is to not but I'm not like against it but I know there's just like so much nowadays that's like you know we have childhood trauma from being spanked and I not to say that people don't because I think you know I think that can be a thing especially if it's done in the wrong way but like you know there's so much stuff nowadays which is why this is controversial Mm -hmm. that it's like no you're you're hurting them you're you know you're causing all of this they don't feel safe they don't feel loved I have never and I'm not again not to dismiss people who have felt this way I have never feared my parents mm-hmm. because I was spanked yeah and again I I haven't either and maybe that's just because again they've done it in and the right way my but... only spanking memory well I have two one was from me that I just shared and it's mm-hmm. because it was funny and yeah. I got out of the spanking <laughs> the second one is like what you were saying yeah. where like you really analyze the situation there's another story where my brother stole at one point yeah and um, my parents sent him to his room and they told him, like, I'm, I have to spank you. Like, yeah. I told you if this happens, this is the consequence. Yeah. I have to follow through. And he went to his room. And after a few minutes to make sure that, like, they had decompressed from anger and everything. Um, my, da- my dad was the spanker. But it's because my mom's didn't hurt. And so <laughs> it's not that she comforted us and he didn't. Yeah. It's that he was always the spanker and she stood by him. But yeah. she didn't do the spanking. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, 
And I remember my dad had tears. Honestly, the whole family was crying yeah. because no one wanted him yeah. to be spanked. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the consequence at hand. Yeah. And so I just remember that being done so well because I think, like you said, you cried after because you felt bad. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to spank your kid and be and happy like, about yeah. it. Yeah. You know? And so I just feel like, again, one funny story, one where I, bo- I say both stories kind of have a positive. Yeah. Um, memory for me because in the one hand my dad recognized his anger and chose not to and in the other there was I mean like even mom to stand by him with tears in her eyes because Mm -hmm. she knows it needs to be done too or at least that's again he said if you disobey in this way this is your consequence he had to follow through and it's just again I'm sorry I'm going on a tangent again but I feel like it's crazy to say I have positive memories of spankings too because that's not the the norm, what, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But that's not to dismiss other stories yeah, that are negative. It's just so. my own personal experiences and yours are yours. Yeah. So. And I think, again, I, I think what I, if you haven't heard, I know me in other episodes, a common theme, I think, in a lot of my stuff is that one of the hardest parts of motherhood for me is learning that so I have to regulate myself more than anything. So much of what my children learn and do comes from me. And that has been the hardest thing is to work on myself. So and I, I feel like that could be, I'm sorry to cut you off again, but like, I feel like it. that's kind of the key, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, I feel like as children, we were disciplined well, yeah. um, but not taught emotional regulation. Yeah. And now we are so fixated on emotional regulation mm-hmm. that we're not having consequences. Yeah. And I feel like the perfect balance is right there in the middle, yeah. you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I'm very much trying to do better, and I think it's valuable for any parent, and no matter what your style is or whatever, is obviously learning that we need to self-regulate first, because that's what's going to... I so see it. I see it in the days where, you know, I'm not short-tempered, and I haven't been stressed, and I'm feeling gentle, and I'm feeling patient. Like, spanking's not even crossing my mind. I'm like, okay, no, Archer, let's go... You know, you know, I can do that gentle parenting. But the days when I'm stressed and frazzled, that's usually when the quicker, stronger punishments happen. It's because it stems from me. So all that to say, I fully acknowledge and see and know and am trying to do better at self-regulating. Because again, not that I'm against spanking necessarily. I'm against doing it in the wrong way. But I just, I don't... I don't want to do it. I want to find other ways unless it's like, I don't know, again, very much warranted or and uh, maybe fits the situation. But again, all that to say, I do think there is a matter of like self-regulating that needs to be said and talked about. And it's also very important that we mention too, like the pressure from society to like yeah. up and spank your kid. Yeah. Like I will never forget there was an instance in a restaurant where Isla melted down. And when I say she melted down, it was a bad one. Yeah, I will give this day that that situation the um attention it deserves yeah, yeah. It, it was a meltdown but the way you teach a child to behave in a restaurant is to have them at a restaurant yeah and yeah. there was this one gentleman um at a table adjacent to ours and he looked over and under his breath went be the parent mm. be the parent does not equal spank your child yeah, yeah. and that is so frustrating because it was a learning experience, and um, the it it went on. It went on, and we requested to move tables. And yeah. then, huh, funny story, the people who got put at our table after we left also had a crying baby. <laughs> so, like, take that, sir. Yeah. But um, I don't like that either. And yeah. I do think that there's a fine, like, number one, stay in your lane. 
Number two, because, well, let me stay in your lane unless it is like an abuse situation. Mm -hmm. Because it's one of those things where it's like it it can be abuse in certain situations. And not that if you spank your child in anger, you're abusing them. That is not what I'm saying. But like, I just, there's a fine line between seeing something happen and needing to interject, but also staying in your lane. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Because this guy needed to stay in his lane. But, you know, anyways. Yeah. Sorry, I digress. I just get really passionate (laughs) about that old man at that that Logan's. I remember it and it's, just didn't sit well yeah. with me. And I think part of that, too, is kind of like a generational thing in a way. You Very know? true. Like, yeah. but, but that makes me think about this post I saw on Facebook. I literally screenshotted it because I was like, ooh, I want to bring this up on our um, episode. Um, so it was this post of these uh, two men. Like, they look like they're in a grocery store or something. And there's a little toddler on the floor. And she's, like, literally, like, face in the ground throwing a tantrum. And both of the men are just, like, standing next to her like looking down at her mm-hmm. um, and the post was named get comfortable in the uncomfortable basically long story short I think it, it was a dad and his father so the dad and the granddad um, but they just talk about you know their daughter throws a temper tantrum in the middle of a store and I think as parents we're so quick to be like you know like maybe not like this but like, like shut up or control yourself or or spank or grab and yell and do these things but mostly because we ourselves are embarrassed like so true it's a reflection like it, of us at restaurants you know? if yeah. indy gets fussy i pick her up and we hightail yeah. it outside because you're i mean you're worried about the people around you you're mm-hmm. like okay what is this old man gonna think about me he's gonna think i'm a bad parent like that guy did um but basically uh it just talks about, yeah, a lot of the times what we do is because we're embarrassed of what other people are saying um, and all this stuff. Um, but it was just talking about how both of them just stand there. Um, they're, neither one of them loses their patience or gets pissed off or yells at her. They wait quietly. Um, so it's saying, like, you're not simply giving her what she wants and you're letting her express her emotions. Um, it says, in the father's own words when posting the photo, he explains everything. This post is about one thing and one thing only. Get comfortable in the uncomfortable. There are no perfect parents, but one thing mine taught me was not being a parent depending on what others think. Mm. My dad always let me feel what I needed to feel, even if it was in public and embarrassing. I don't remember him telling me, you're embarrassing me, don't cry. It wasn't until recently that I realized how important it was for my own emotional development. Our kids are learning and processing so much information and they don't know what to do with all of these things and all these new feelings that are coming up. So he said, let us learn to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Let us learn to deal with our children's tantrums with patience and tranquility. Children are children are children once in a lifetime. So that hit me hard. And I know that might sound a little bit contradictory to me sitting here saying, I'm not against spanking where he's talking about patience and tranquility and stuff. But But that just shows you all that can marry so well. Yeah, yeah. And I I think obviously the patience and the tranquility comes first and foremost. But it hit me so hard because I'm like, yeah, how many times do I do that? Because I'm embarrassed of what other Mm -hmm. people think. But it, it is important. I kind of go back and forth because I'm like, it's important to let them express those emotions and feel those emotions. And maybe while they're that young and if you're young enough or that age, it's not the right time to be like, you know, eventually I think you get to a point where you're like, okay, you need to teach them what behavior is like appropriate in public. But again, it's not like it's an eight year old melting down on the floor. Like you wouldn't, 
it's all developmentally. Yeah. Where is the child at? What yeah. do they need in this moment? Yeah. But I think for me, you know, being a people pleaser, I care too much about what people Same. think. And I know sometimes it's just in your home and you're not even around people. But I think that embarrassment still sets in. You're like, well, what would someone think if they were here? Or what if this happens out in public? But I loved that getting comfortable in the uncomfortable. Like, whether it's out in public or wherever, just being okay with, like, letting them process that, um, those emotions. And, like, even in this situation that, like, I know it's hard when people are sitting there speaking stuff under their breath, but to be like, I'm going to let you feel this and, like, I'm, and I myself am going to take time to feel what I'm feeling, whether that's frustration or even embarrassment, but I'm not going to respond in that emotion in that time. You know, I'm going to, you know, take time to let us both feel what we're feeling and then, you know, and then we can talk about what happened or, you know, talk about in the future if this happens again, what it might look like. But anyways, I just wanted to share that because I was like, ooh, that's good. That's really, really good. so glad you shared that yeah. because number one, that is going to be now embedded into my brain. Yeah. And like, hopefully I can pull that out of my back pocket yeah. when times are tough for us because yeah. I know that they're coming. Yeah. Um, but also, I just, I think we could kind of wrap this up by yeah. also saying... Support other moms when you see them out and about trying because in that moment, the way that that man handled the situation at Logan's, had he been like that dad Mm -hmm. and grandpa, Mm -hmm. like imagine, imagine what life-giving encouragement that could have been if he walked over to my sister or even just from across the restaurant and just said, I remember those days. Or even just just some grace and some encouragement instead of sass and judgment. Yeah. yeah. And like I have thought that scenario in my head a million times and what I wished I would have mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. because if I had just been able to say, Sir, I'll be praying for your for your peace or yeah. I'm yeah. so sorry that this is uncomfortable for you. Imagine how it must feel for yeah. my sister right yeah. now or yeah. like there's a million things I could have said, but then I think about what could he have said? Yeah. And honestly, even just silence, because yeah. when you don't say anything, there's still that pressure to like yeah. get your child regulated. Yeah. And like, so whether it be a grocery store or a restaurant or whatever, be a mom that encourages other moms. Cause yeah. we've either been there before yeah. and can relate. Yeah. We haven't been there, but it's coming because our children are younger mm-hmm. or we haven't been there and we have no room to judge because yeah. we can't relate. And I just love the part too, like he says, there are no perfect parents. Like we right. are all out there trying to do our best. No parent, no matter if you have the most wonderful parenting styles, can avoid a tantrum. Right. No matter what you do, you cannot avoid these big emotions in your children processing them. And I want to say one more thing, which is a side rail from wrapping it up. But like, I know for me, a lot of times, like when we're in stores and stuff, there are times where like other people probably look at Archer and they're like, that kid is like misbehaving and crazy because... A lot of the times I'm letting him walk around next to me. And there are times he's crawling under the clothes and the into things and stuff like that. But a lot of the times for me too, it's like, it's that balance of like letting him learn his independence, mm-hmm. maybe letting him learn the boundaries, but also like, no offense, I don't mean this offensively. <laughs> Obviously I said no offense, but like, I would rather him be doing that than sitting in the cart on a screen with my phone watching TV. You know, like I would rather him be like, not that I'd rather him be, misbehaving but I would rather him be like out and exploring safely within a boundary than me shoving a phone in front of his face to like there are times I've done that but I just mean that like for me it's always been I would rather him I'm not exactly sure what I'm trying to say but again like 
I think some people could look at him and me and be like, that mom has no control over her child. And it's not like I'm letting him run around the store crazy, but I'm like, at least I'm letting him have some independence and like be learning things than just and like it's having also him like, like shut up. Don't and... take it at surface level because yeah. there's two ways that could have gone. Number one is they're like, she could just distract him with the phone. Yeah. Or number two, you could have distracted him with the phone and then that person's going to look at you and be like, oh, there's oh, another toddler with a phone. Time. It's, oh, gosh, so that's so true. I didn't even think about that. be nice to each other yeah. like just know Moral that whatever of all that, of these are <laughs> and whatever that mom is doing she is probably trying like in your case you're trying to let him develop independence and explore and to be out and do things yeah. and then if the mom has the screen time she's trying to make sure that her child is not disturbing you while and you're she shopping might just need a break <laughs> yeah and so i think like obviously be nicer but i think for all of these um topics of mom traverses is that if we could just understand, I mean, the world as a whole, not just moms, but like make decisions based off of what works for you and your family, your lifestyle, your own personal convictions and prayers and thoughts and research, and maybe just make these not so controversial, you know, understanding that everybody can like moms make the decisions based off of what is best for their family. So whether it's how you're disciplining, how you're getting your child to sleep at night, what your doctor checkups look like. Again, I think let's just try to do better at remembering we are all fighting our own battles. We are all doing the best that we can and our lives look different and our children are different. So I just think these topics don't need to be as controversial as they are. And hopefully some of that will start right here with the conversations that we're having. So good. And I'm so glad that you guys, um, took this what was supposed to be one episode and yeah. turned into a mini series. Yep. Um, I do think that um, baby feeding, like baby yeah. living and all that, that's not quite as controversial. So I think yeah. we're going to make the executive decision to end this little mini series. Mm-hmm. We do have an episode on feeding coming future, up. Yeah. Yep. Um, so just wanted to offer that disclosure as to why that was not discussed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it was supposed to be one episode. It turned into three. So it's chatty if you haven't been able to tell. But it's already. good stuff. So we don't <laughs> want to cut any of it short. Um, yeah. With all that being said, um, thank you for tuning in to our little mom traversy mm-hmm. mini series. We look forward to sharing the next episode in the future. Make sure if you are not already, you follow us on Instagram over at at the motherhood underscore moms, mm-hmm. where you can participate and be part of the conversation. Yes. And. And um, if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, do all the things, um, rate us five stars, leave comments, anything that you could do to um, basically show some, some mm-hmm. show support to the podcast to help us get to more moms. Yeah, we appreciate it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to us, friend. If you felt encouraged by what you heard, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Unless you hated it, because like your mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. And to officially join the motherhood, follow us on Instagram at themotherhood underscore moms. We always have ways to interact and we want to hear from you. Have a great week.